this podcast is dedicated to helping you find your trail to a happier, healthier you by discussing topics like self-improvement, business, health and beauty, and random thoughts about life from a Christian perspective. I'm your host, Tasha Johnson. In today's episode, we're going to discuss how will you leverage your window of opportunity? You know, it's kind of funny. I had the idea for today's episode in my head for the longest time. (laughs) I kept telling myself, okay, I'm going to record this tomorrow. Now here we are almost two and a half weeks later. (laughs) You know, even though this podcast is a passion project, I treat it like a job. My goal is to help people and I don't like to leave folks hanging. I do my best to be consistent in releasing episodes at least twice a month. I kid you not, every time I went to record this episode, something crazy would happen that would cause me to devote my attention elsewhere and look for another more convenient time to record this episode. And so for the past two and a half weeks, it's been especially hectic for me between work and trying to finally resolve this lawsuit. Your girl is tired. (laughs) In case you want more information on the whole lawsuit thing, check out episode 177. How do you embrace seasons of change? So anyway, this was the first time in weeks that I was finally able to breathe. I didn't have any client work to finish, and I didn't have to deal with any lawsuit stuff. So I literally settled down to watch some TV. I watched it for about an hour and then immediately reminded myself about this unfinished episode stuck in my head that was waiting to be recorded. Again, for the past two and a half weeks, I had been craving for some downtime, and now I finally had it. Yet here I am, (laughs) laying out on the couch, and I'm about to go down the rabbit hole of watching mindless TV until I fell asleep. Now, there is absolutely nothing wrong with watching TV or falling asleep, but you have to have a balance. And I know that my schedule gets hectic pretty quick. So while I still have my energy, (laughs) I decided to record this episode. Now, I think as you get older, you start to realize that time is the most precious resource that we will ever possess, and it's up to us not to waste it. And there's so much chaos in the world right now. Some of it I'll be discussing in upcoming Make It Make Sense segments, but I couldn't help but think about the parable of the wise and foolish virgins in Matthew 25, verses 1 through 13. And so for those of you not familiar with this parable, it's about 10 virgins that were being, that were invited to a wedding. And so five of the virgins were foolish, the other five were wise. The wise virgins were prepared for the trip to the wedding, okay? The wise virgins took their lamps to guide them, and they even brought extra oil just in case they needed it during their journey. Now, the other five virgins were foolish, and so they just brought their lamps without any extra oil. (laughs) Now, the groom was delayed, so all the virgins took this time to get some sleep. And so around midnight, there was an announcement made stating that the groom was on his way to meet and to meet him at the wedding. And so all the virgins got up and fixed their lamps so they could make their way to the wedding. Now, the five foolish virgins' lamps were about to die. So they had the nerve to demand the wise virgins share some of their oil with them. And so the wise virgins said, no, go to the store and buy some. (laughs) 
So while the foolish virgins were out buying oil for their lamps, the groom and everyone else that was ready to go inside the wedding went inside. And so the foolish virgins made it to the wedding late and were denied access to the wedding. So this parable is a cautionary reminder of how important it is to be prepared. Who do you identify with most in this story? The wise virgins who were prepared and brought their lamp and extra oil? Or the five foolish virgins who just brought their lamp? Now, I know many of us want to say that we relate to the wise virgins, but if we're honest, and upon further inspection of our lives, our actions may indicate that we have more in common with the foolish virgins than we care to admit. The foolish virgins had two chances they could have capitalized on that would have prevented them from being late to the wedding. They could have easily brought extra oil with them at the beginning of their journey. or when they saw the groom was delayed, instead of sleeping, they could have purchased more oil during that time. These chances are what we would refer to today as windows of opportunity. There are 24 hours in a day, and we all have the same amount of time. But how we choose to spend those hours will determine the level of success we could expect to achieve in our lives. So over the past two years, we've all all of us, (laughs) have had our lives altered in some way, shape, or form. During this time, we weren't able to do a lot of the things many of us were accustomed to doing, so we all had some downtime. Some had more downtime than others, but nevertheless, we all had extra downtime. We ordinarily might not have had. However, all right, (laughs) it doesn't make sense to have downtime, or ask God for extra time if you're not going to make the most of it. So my question to you is simple. How will you leverage your window of opportunity? When you get older, you've got to be more protective of your time. I'm serious. (laughs) Otherwise, you'll be amazed at how quickly your schedule will be filled with activities that won't help you get to the next level. Again, you have got to have a balance. There's nothing wrong with watching TV, going out to eat, the list goes on. But if you're doing that every night and it's starting to impact your ability to achieve your goals, then it's time for you to course correct. Many times, myself included, (laughs) we use activities such as TV or constantly going out as a coping mechanism. It's a way to avoid doing the work we know we need to do to make it to the next level. And that's even scarier when you don't know what the next level even looks like. It's a catch-22. You will never know what the next level is if you're not willing to spend time by yourself. This isn't a group project. (laughs) Spending time with just you and God is the only way that you're going to grow. I'm a pretty independent person now, but when I was younger, I used to hate being alone. It made me feel lonely and unloved. And this definitely wasn't the case because I come from a very loving family and I have a solid small group of friends. However, for some reason in my mind, I associated being alone with being lonely. I finally realized it wasn't being alone that caused me to feel lonely. In fact, there were plenty of times I felt lonely 
and I was surrounded by people. My loneliness was due to the fact that I never properly addressed nor removed the negative words that I allowed to reign over my life, thereby causing me to doubt my capabilities to create my own opportunities. For the majority of my life, I was constantly thinking and saying, I can't do this or that, I don't have enough, or I'm not enough. These were phrases that I allowed others to project onto me because I certainly didn't get that from my family. My life isn't horrible by any means, okay? But I know for a fact that I could be much further ahead had I heeded my mom's warnings and really acknowledged and embraced the impact the words we hear, say, and accept have on our lives. And I was instilling negativity that was slowly but surely (laughs) not only eating away at my soul, but it was also starting to affect my health. And I have never, ever been as diligent as I am now at paying attention to how I speak to myself. I've had a couple situations happen to me recently that really highlighted the fact that I've got to improve on having more control of the words I choose to accept and say to myself. And so I've been reading this book called Words They Become You by Lisa Singh. And I'm still going through this book, but it's been an absolutely eye-opening experience to see how many Bible verses highlight the fact that our destiny is literally shaped by our words. I couldn't help but feel overwhelmed with emotion when I thought back to some of the dreams that I left sitting on the shelf because I chose to believe the words of people whose behavior and actions had proven they didn't have my best interest in mind. These people I thought were my family or friends, coworkers, managers, teachers, the list goes on. In some way, shape, or form, I let their negative words get to me. But unlike the five foolish virgins, I know that in order to retrieve the blessings I left on the shelf, I've got to get my thoughts aligned with God. Remembering who I am in his eyes is the only opinion that matters to me now. My goal is to gain so many of Christ's attributes that there won't be any room for negative words to slip into my mind. And obviously, there are times when that's going to be easier said than done, but I know that it can be done. My mom's life is confirmation that it's possible. And again, I'm not just saying this because she's my mom, but she really is an amazing person and her life is just absolutely amazing to me. So anyway, (laughs) that's why during my downtime, you're going to find me reading the Bible, listening to uplifting podcasts, and reading books that are going to help me get to the next level. How fast you make it to the next level is literally being shaped right now by the words you choose to say. I know my desire to change my speech and embrace a more positive mindset is going to be difficult. (laughs) Why? Well, you know, I know without fail, (laughs) once we decide to change and embrace God's characteristics, that's when all hell breaks loose. (laughs) Satan doesn't want us to succeed. He wants us to be content living a mediocre life. Speaking negative thoughts is what Satan wants us to do. Negative words is setting us up for failure. And Satan wants us to go to sleep like the five foolish virgins 
So when we wake up, we won't be prepared when it's time to take advantage of our window of opportunity. When you're trying to get to the next level, it's incredibly important to know that God is going to stretch you outside of your comfort zone. (laughs) One of my audacious goals has to deal with real estate. And I'm not a realtor, but I have been learning as much as possible as I can about real estate because I know for a fact that that's going to play a very large part in my goal. And, you know, God is the ultimate multitasker because during this time, while I'm learning more about real estate, he decided to throw in some free law classes as well. (laughs) This lawsuit has placed me in an even better position to learn more about real estate and how to protect myself in the future. I look forward to the day when I can share the entire story with you because it is definitely a telenovela that's like (laughs) full of lessons that I guarantee you will never forget once you hear my story. This is yet another trying time in my life whereby I could easily go to sleep, but I'm way too ambitious to allow that to happen. You're not going to catch me slipping or sleeping. (laughs) I'm going to continue improving my thought life and view challenging situations as a chance to grow and gain new skills. That way, the next time God opens a window, I'm going to be prepared and have the wisdom I need to seize that moment so I can live the extraordinary life God planned for me. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. If you enjoy listening to Hustle and Faith and would like to support the show, please consider sharing it with your friends, rate or leave a review, donate, or make a purchase at Starring You Crew, our fitness apparel shop. Remember, if you're everything to everyone, then you risk being no one. You never know who you will inspire. See you in the next episode.